Hi, everyone. You're listening to Candidly Laura, a daily podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. Take it away, Laura. Do, 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 do. Hi. Uh, today I'm up to thinking about the law of attraction and manifesting. And I really, when I started thinking about this topic, was like, uh, I don't actually know where it started, like where it came from. And my inclination was like, it's probably been something that's been written about for a long time. Um, And sure enough, the first time law of attraction was talked about was in 1891. Can you imagine? So I'm going to talk about some of the origins and just give you some things to think about that I've been thinking about as I think of this topic. But I think it's a really big part of life by design and really digging into and understanding and accepting in a bunch of ways, I think, that our circumstances are under our control. And if we're going to create the life that we want and live the way that we want, um, we have to sort of start some practices to make those things happen. And manifesting and law of attraction are two ways that can start to make that practice more clear. And so I did just want to start off by saying, when you Google search does manifesting work, (laughs) the Washington Post, there's an article um, from 2021, from March, 2021, the title is what is manifestation and does it work? And the first quote is, despite its popularity, there's little evidence that manifesting works. There's been no scientific research into the concept and mixed results from studies into the related notion of the self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's from a psychologist from NYU. And I'm going to counter that and say, uh, except for that there have been quite a few scientific studies that show that law of attraction and in some ways, just literal positivity, gratitude, changes your health and your wellness. And so that does say that there is scientific reasons to correlate manifesting. So um, I wanted to know who first started talking about it, right? And so it was 1891 that the first reference to the term law of attraction appeared in an author and humorist um, essays entitled Some Laws of Health and Beauty and Good and Ill Effects of Thought. And this author's name is Prentice Mulford. Um, And so again, who is Prentice Mulford? Prentice Mulford's occupation, according to the internet, was literary humorist and author. He was pivotal in the development of the thought within the New Thought movement. Um, He unfortunately died at the age of 57, so that's sad. But he was born in New York in 1834. And um, so one of the beautiful things about the internet is you can you can pull up some laws of health and beauty that he wrote and it's pretty glorious and it's pretty long. So I'm not going to read absolutely everything in it, but I'm going to read a couple passages 
Um, <clears throat> and the first two, well, three little paragraphs I just think are a great way to set this up. So here we go. Your thoughts shape your face and give it its peculiar expression. Your thoughts determine the attitude, carriage, and shape of your whole body. The law for beauty and the law for perfect health is the same. Both depend entirely on the state of your mind, or in other words, on the kind of thoughts you most put out and receive. Ugliness of expression comes of unconscious transgressions of a law, be the ugliness in the young or the old, any form of decay in a human body, any form of weakness, anything in the personal appearance of a man or woman which makes them repulsive to you is because their prevailing mood of mind has made them so. <laughs> so like, okay, Prentice, what a great start. But I think it's true that we we don't give enough benefit. I don't think benefit's the right word. We don't give enough. Hmm. What's that word? I don't know what the word is. Maybe merit. We'll say merit. We don't give enough merit to how much our outward appearance is a reflection of our inside and what we're thinking. And Part of this, I think, is why wouldn't you want to start to work towards managing your mind and your thoughts? As I know, I certainly, I am several months, maybe even years into really working on my self-talk um, because I am brutal to myself. And I'm, uh, my inner monologue of calling myself names or saying things, negative things to myself has gotten a lot better and I'm pretty proud of the progress that I've made, but it is by no means a lot, lot better. <laughs> so why wouldn't you want to start to treat yourself and others inside your head and the outside will catch up and will reflect what's happening inside. Okay. So the first place that he uses the law of nature um, is in this paragraph that I'm going to read. You are every day thinking yourself into some phase of character and facial expression, good or bad. If your thoughts are permanently cheerful, your face will look cheerful. And most of the time you are in a complaining, peevish, quarrelsome mood, this kind of thought will put ugly lines on your face. They will poison your blood, make you deceptic. Is that just septic, but with a D-Y at the beginning? Okay. Make you sick, we'll say, and ruin your complexion, because then you are in your own unseen laboratory of mind, generating an unseen and poisonous element, your thought. And as you put it out or think it, by the inevitable law of nature, it attracts to it the same kind of thought elements from others. Amazing. Interesting. So I don't know. I just think that it's really, um, it's really important to just continue to think about what the laws are going to do and change for you in your brain. And that manifesting in law of attraction is still all part of that. Um, 
So the law of attraction claims the universe will make your dreams come true if you think positively enough and envision those wishes into existence. I don't know that that's a million percent. That came from Ralph Waldo Emerson in his 19th century New Thoughts. Um, I don't know that you can like wish a million dollars into your bank and think it for years and years and years and it will happen. But I do think that if reaching a, a limit of wealth is something that you have to do or want to do for your life, the thinking that it's totally possible and that you have all the skills and the ways to make those happen, then it will happen. So one of the things I thought was interesting about who created manifestation, it actually put in the Google results that the practice was popularized by the film, The Secret and a book of the same name. So if you haven't read The Secret, I actually don't think I have, though I know that I've heard about it. Um, so in thinking about do our thoughts create our reality, why I wanted to say that there was some science that directly sort of combats what that psychologist from NYU say, said is that they have a lot of studies and science that relate the connection between positivity and your health. And studies have found that a positive attitude improves outcomes of life satisfaction across a spectrum of conditions, including traumatic brain injury, stroke, and brain tumors. And that's all from Hopkins. They are not liars. So if there's a link between a spectrum of conditions, then there's going to be a link between you living your most fulfilled creative life. Like they just, it can't not be connected. <laughs> so it's not only positivity with yourself, but it's like also positivity in general. So the thing I wanted to leave you with in thinking about creating your reality and law of attraction and manifesting is that once you sort of start to create those new brain patterns, and it can be as simple as starting to notice either self-talk or um, if you have sort of a running scenario in your head of like, this person's always this way, starting to acknowledge that that is a trigger that's in your mind that is also a trigger in your body and that you can help to create new thought patterns and recircuit those thoughts, um, then that's how you shape your reality. And that's how you change your sort of innate ability to create how you see things. So, um, you know, for myself, I, have several. <laughs> um, I'm just clumsy. And I will say things like, God, you're such a klutz. And there is maybe some truth. Please see if you've been in my Instagram stories, you've seen the, <laughs> the giant bruises on my leg. But that was a circumstance of what happened, not a circumstance of who I am. And being kind of clumsy is not a circumstance of who I am. So rewiring some of those thoughts can just really help you create a different reality for yourself. And I think it all does come down to gratitude and love and acceptance and joy. Like those are all connected. All right. So there are some interesting things to think about manifesting and law of attraction is going to keep coming up because I think life creation is a really huge part of changing those mental circuits in our brain and creating new patterns and new habits. All right. Have a great day.